In the market for investment-worthy bags, watches, and fine jewelry, Rebag is the answer. Rebag is a luxury resale platform where each piece is carefully inspected by experts to ensure quality and authenticity. Use Rebag to buy and sell finds from the world's top brands, including Louis Vuitton, Chanel, and Cartier. Head to Rebag.com and get up to 15% off your first purchase as a member with code REBAGNEW. Shop today at Rebag.com. That's R-E-B-A-G.com. And use promo code REBAGNEW for up to 15% off your first purchase as a member. Betches Media presents Diet Starts Tomorrow with host Aileen Drexler. I'm having a relationship with my pizza. In a world where wellness looks perfect on Instagram. Just doing my workout. Tuesday's arms and back. But feels anything but in real life. Is butter a carb? Yes. This is the podcast exploring the emotional side of well-being. I would be proud to partake of your pecan pie. From people who understand the struggle. I am on the third day of my cleanse diet. Hello and welcome back to DST. I am your host, Aileen, and it is DST Thursday and I am back solo. So I have a lot of stuff for you guys today. We're going to be doing non-scale wins, dear DST, and by we, I just mean I. And I also have a bunch of questions, a list of questions that you guys submitted on Instagram that I'm going to be doing like a quick fire Although anytime I say quick fire, I never end up doing quick fire. It goes into these long (laughs) explanations. So I'll do my best. All right. So let's get started. Let's start with our non-scale wins. And by our, again, I mean mine and a listener non-scale win. My NSW is that I had a very nice weekend. (laughs) Again, I had a pretty relaxing present weekend. I spent a lot of good quality time with Rusty and Mila. And I kind of just went with the flow of things, which is usually hard for me to do as somebody who you guys know. And I just really enjoyed it. I just, it just was great. So that's my non-scale win. And I have one more thing that I wanted to share before I read our listener on scale win is that what do you guys, how do you guys feel about us changing non the word non-scale win? Because I feel like every time I think about NSWs, I think about the scale, which sort of backfires in my head. And I don't like, you know, it kind of backfires and it, it doesn't defeat the purpose of celebrating something, but it just, makes you think of the scale again. <laughs> so what if we, I'm going to propose this to you guys listening. What if we just call it a DST win? And so like anytime you you have something to celebrate that you wish you could share on DST, that doesn't have to do with the scale. The definition of an NSW still remains, but we're just changing the name. So anytime you feel something like that, you'll be like, oh, that was such a DST win. How do you guys feel about that? I'm not going to change it unless you guys agree. So if it's like a completely bonkers idea and you're like, no, don't change anything. I don't like change. Then just DM me, DM at Diet Stars tomorrow. But if you like it, let me know. Okay. So let's read a listener DST one. I just want to test it out. Okay. Hey, Lean. I'm a longtime fan of DSD and look forward to listening to it each week. My non-scale win is that I've been in recovery from disordered eating for almost two years and have worked toward eating many foods I once feared. 
last weekend I was on my way home and found myself extremely famished and definitely couldn't wait until I got home. The only thing I saw on my way home was a McDonald's. Back in the day, I would have just starved until I got home, no matter how hungry I felt, just to avoid eating something, quote, bad. Well, instead, I pulled into the drive-thru and got something off the menu that was not a plain grilled chicken sandwich, which is what diet culture would have told me to get. I was happy. I listened to my body and I'm continuing to work toward creating all foods equal. Sincerely, the non-hangry betch. This is a great win. It's also whatever that it is you do when you sort of look back, like this is what I was saying earlier about DST wins. When you look back and you recognize progress or you recognize a shift in yourself and a shift in your actions, it feels so good. And it doesn't have to do with the scale. It's just like something that you just celebrate. So this is awesome that you notice a change in your behaviors that show you that you are making some progress with your recovery. So great job. All right, now it is time for a Dear DST. Hey, Aileen, I've really loved following you as you've shared your journeys on the podcast over the last few years. It's amazing to hear from others who really understand this journey and the frustrations, absurdities, and joys that go with it. And I'm a millennial from Long Island, so listening to you feels like a piece of home. I would love your insight on a dilemma I'm facing. I think you're really thoughtful on these issues. Thanks in advance for reading this long question. Okay, so it's a long one, guys. Over the last three to four years, I healed a very disordered, restrict-slash-binge relationship with food and became an intuitive eater. I was never formally diagnosed with an eating disorder, but definitely had one for all of my 20s, even though everyone praised me as, quote, healthy. I gained weight in my recovery, lost a bit, and then settled around X pounds heavier than before. I'm way stronger, and I like and appreciate my body for everything it can do, even if we haven't quite gotten to, quote, love. My weight no longer wildly fluctuates, and I'm not obsessed with food, which is the best part. I have a genuinely healthy relationship with food, eat everything, don't really think about it very much, very rarely binge in my day-to-day life, and when I do, it's not really a big deal. I forgive myself and move on. So here is my dilemma. I've noticed now that when I'm on trips with certain friends that there is the this last supper slash calories don't count slash let's be quote bad on vacation attitude that the trips feel really food and drink focused. I'm definitely not against having an indulgent meal and I don't want to be that super annoying person I used to be. But at the same time, I eat tacos and ice cream and pizza all the time now. So food just isn't this interesting anymore. Spending a day going from big brunch to day drinks, a ton of snacks to a fancy dinner to late night munchies, it's just too much and frankly kind of boring. I want to do things other than go into vacation mode eating. At the same time, I found myself slipping into an old binge habit when I'm in these situations. I always used to be the person not eating anything, but then eating the whole bag of chips or the whole wedding welcome bag. I guess she's making a reference to a Back for Seconds episode with me and Sammy. So she says, but then eating the whole bag of chips in secret, and it's like being in my old environment triggers me to act like this older version of myself. But in my normal life now, my apartment is full of chips and candy, and this just isn't an issue. So I have another trip with old friends coming up in a few months, and I'm terrified that I'm going to spend it binging and trying to hide how sick I feel, which is what happened last time. I don't want to spend the whole trip eating just because we're on vacation, but I also don't want my friends to think I'm doing old restrictive things. And I'm definitely not trying to serve everyone piles of steamed vegetables. I would love your insight on how you would handle these situations, both in terms of dealing with slash suggesting other activities when everyone else is really excited about food without seeming critical 
and in terms of handling this weird regression where I seem to slip into old binge behaviors when I'm around people who knew me back in my disordered eating days. Thank you so much for everything you do and congrats, Eileen, on the newest baby. Thank you. Love, just medium, excited about vacation food batch. That was a long one, but I hear you. There's a lot in here that you shared and thank you again for sharing. I think I, whenever I read these emails, I look to the question, like the specific question. So what I'm hearing from this question is you just have a lot of general anxiety about going on this trip, knowing that you've made progress. You're worried about what your friends might think of you. You're worried about what you will or won't eat. You're worried that the whole vacation is going to be around food. So there's just a lot of worrying. And I've definitely, and like I said, I have control issues. I get really anxious about things that I, when I don't know what's going to happen and it gives me more anxiety, feeds the anxiety. And what I've learned to help cope with that is to sort of, I mean, it's obviously easier said than done, but let go of the things you really can't control. You don't actually know what this vacation is going to be like. And you can only control the things that you're dealing with in the present. So like do one step at a time and treat each situation individually. Like you're, whether your friends want to order nachos and you're like, I'm not in the mood for nachos, just be like, hey, can we get X, Y, Z? Like you don't need to worry about the nachos plus the dinner plus the everything that you're experiencing. But that said, if your problem is that you're worried about, quote, falling back, I would treat it the same way. Try to be present, make decisions in the present based on your intuition, based on what you're feeling in that moment. Remember that you will have that food when you get home and what your friends think of you will be dictated by what you share with them. And if you want to do some activities, Google some activities. Don't just expect people just to like show up and have all these activities planned. Google some activities and ask people if they would be down to do this. Or like, is there a smaller group who'd be down to go jet skiing or go do, everybody wants to do stuff, you know? And I'm sure there's a lot of people who kind of feel the same way as you, maybe not the exact same way, but feel similarly to you. And if at least one person. So throw it out there. Ask, do you want to go paddleboarding? See what's available. And ask if there's like one person who would want to do it in advance. Say like, oh, I signed up for this. Who want, who's down? That would be my advice. Just treat each situation individually in the moment and just remind yourself of all of the progress that you've done. And also, again, with intuitive eating, you can't mess up. So like you're not going to mess anything up. You're just in the moment. And what's the worst that can happen? At the end of this trip, you're like, oh, fuck, I did all of the things that I was worried about. All of the things came true. All right, so you'll work on them. You'll have something to work from. Depressurize the worry, the control, and just try to have a good time. You know, like all of these things that you shared are fun. So it's really how you approach them in the moment. And just focus on having a good time with your friends. All right. Again, if you guys have a dear DST you want to send in, it's DST at Betches.com. You can also DM it to at Diet Starts Tomorrow.
It feels like cat food has been the same forever. Smelly, boring, made of mystery ingredients. That's why you've got to try Smalls. Smalls cat food is protein-packed recipes made with preservative-free ingredients you'd find in your fridge. And it's delivered right to your door. Make the switch from kibble and give your cat a meal they'll love. We actually sent some to my friend who is fostering kittens and it is the only thing they will eat. It comes in these pate packages and you scoop it and you just feel like you're a chef for your baby kitties and they j'adore it. Your cute kitty is descended from ferocious desert cats who hunted live prey. Even if your cat prefers to nap all day, they still need fresh protein-packed meals for a balanced and healthy diet. Other brands fill their food with mysterious meat byproducts, artificial flavoring, and preservatives with names I don't even want to try to pronounce. After switching it up to Smalls, 90% of cat owners reported overall health improvements. That's major. The team at Smalls is so confident your cat will love their product that you can try it risk-free. That means they'll completely refund you if your picky cat won't eat their food. Now is the time to make the switch to Smalls. Head to smalls.com DST and use promo code DST at checkout for 50% off your first order plus free shipping. That's the best offer you'll find, but you have to use my code DST for 50% off your first order. One last time, that's promo code DST for 50% off your first order plus free shipping, baby. This episode is brought to you by Newly. Have you ever felt that fast fashion ick, but can't always find the super high-end stuff? I have a solution for you, Newly. Newly has everything you need to bring your closet up to speed for this season without breaking the bank. Free your closet of impulse purchases and skip the buyer's remorse by renting instead. Newly is a subscription clothing rental service. For just $98 a month, you get your choice of any six styles each month. Access to thousands of styles from more than 400 brands. There are no fees, late fees, damage fees, or fees to pause or cancel. They also have inclusive sizing up to 5X as well as petite and maternity. And you always have the option to buy what you love. I love Newly. I've rented so many cute things from there, and I've even made a few purchases from there. And they're always spot on. They have so many brands that I honestly could never afford in real life. So it's great to be able to rent them. Newly is a great value at $98 a month for any six styles. But right now, you can get $20 off your first month of Newly when you sign up with the code DST20. Just go to Newly, that's N U U L Y dot com, and enter the code DST20 and sign up to get $20 off your first month. That's N-U-U-L-Y dot com, newly with two U's, with code DST20. Newly subscription clothing rental. Change your clothes. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. All right, so we have some questions. I'm going to answer a bunch of your guys' questions. I chose some of the questions that I haven't really given an update about recently, or you guys haven't asked me, or I haven't answered in a while. There are some like kind of uh, quick fire ones, which I'll answer, and then some longer ones. All right, the first one is a longer one. Do you feel nostalgic for your 20s? I'm 33 and miss my 20s. That's what somebody said. I am also 33. Me personally, Aileen, I am 33. And 
do I miss my 20s? I sometimes maybe I miss like having a kid, you definitely like I wish I could sleep later. <laughs> I miss that feeling of like carelessness. I didn't have as much responsibility. I just felt like I took things a lot less seriously. And so there was like a lightness about that. That said, there's also like the flip side where I was really struggling with body image issues. I did not know myself. I was very much in my head about other people's approval of me. And so now in my in my 30s, while yes, I have physical ailments, <laughs> And I can't sleep, and I cannot sleep past six because Mila decides to wake up at that time now. I'm really happy with my self-esteem, where I am in my career, everything that Betches has done. Like if I went back to my 20s and I was like, holy shit, this is what you, Sammy Giordano, would do. Literally. I mean, I could imagine it actually, but I can't imagine that it's true. So all of that has been amazing. And yeah, I don't know. I, I, I like kind of like the other day I went to Home Depot and I bought like fucking flowers like to plant in planters. Like I'm so old. But at the same time, it's kind of nice. <laughs> it's nice to do this old shit, this grandma, the hot grandma shit. And it's just kind of nice and not to feel like anxious about like where is everything taking you? Because in your 20s, all of that unknown is fueling a lot of your actions and like finding a partner and like doing all that shit. So, but I am nostalgic of like going out with my friends like all the time and just being crazy. Next question. What is your favorite way to relax or what do you do to relax? I love a good show. <laughs> what do you guys do to relax? Read a book? No, I um, recently I've been reading at night before I go to bed because I am trying to do a lot of more action, like holistic things to reduce my anxiety and it's kind of working. So I've been sort of reading a book at night, maybe every other night. I'm not trying to be perfect here, but really what I do to relax is watch TV, like watch a really good show. I don't really like watching bad shows, really good shows that feels relaxing to me. Otherwise, if it's a bad show, I'm on my phone and that's not relaxing. If it's the summer, which it is fast approaching, I love pickleball and I have not played <laughs> since 2020. So I'm really excited about that. How do you guys relax? Get a massage? Like who does, I haven't gotten a massage since like pre-pandemic. I guess it's something I should do. What is my favorite way to meal prep? Okay. So as you know, I used to, or up until now, you think that I get meals delivered, but actually I have not been doing that and I have been cooking and I am very fucking proud of myself because this is something that like a couple months ago, I made me want to like hide under a desk. And recently, not that, a couple months now, I've been like cooking almost all of my meals, like besides the ones that I like will say, okay, we're ordering out a couple of times a week. But what's really helped me is that I, obviously working with my um, nutritionist, dietitian at Kulina, she helped me kind of like really baby steps, <laughs> like one meal a night to two. It just became like a little bit less scary and less overwhelming. I've shared with you guys so many times how overwhelmed I felt about the concept of having to plan out what you're going to eat in advance and then food shopping for it. And just like it's too many steps when you could just like kind of order something. <laughs> so I have now been 
writing it down, like some ideas, jotted some thoughts like, oh, this day I'll eat like something with salmon. This day I'll eat something with chicken. This day I'll make tacos. And also theming the nights. And I've been going grocery shopping and just like being a little bit less intense about, oh, am I, what if I don't finish it? You know, I've learned now with practice that if I buy it, I most likely will eat it. And so this ties into uh, a question that you guys have asked me. Can you share more about your experience with Kalina? Yeah, it's just what, I, what I've been working on with my uh, dietitian, Elizabeth, is just adding a lot more vegetables to what I'm eating. So I'm fo- a lot of focus on that. And it really makes the biggest difference in my mood. It makes a difference in like my digestion. I'm telling you guys, vegetables are great. And it just feels great. I focused on having vegetables every meal. And if it's not breakfast, then I put it in my, I have a snack. I've also learned so much about like nutrition, like real nutrition, not like weight loss nutrition, if you know what I mean. What are the benefits of eating carbs? How many grams of protein can a woman digest in one sitting? Those kinds of things just sort of in the back of my head are replacing my old thoughts or my old like quote facts. And it's helping me just kind of make day-to-day decisions, like moment-to-moment decisions when I'm eating. And I've been eating recently very nutritiously. I've been cooking meals and I've just made a lot of progress and I am personally very proud of myself. So this is the first time my whole, whole life where I've been able to eat without disordered thoughts in my mind, you know, the last supper kind of thing. And it's been great. So my experience has been very positive. I could not recommend them more. And again, like they sort of fell into my lap. Like we had an episode and I was like, wait, maybe this is something I should do. And it's happening. So, okay. Next question. That was a long one. Kitchen gadget must have. (laughs) Okay. Lisa Haim once sent me a salad chopper, but it but it's a pizza roller, but it has double wheels and it is the best salad chop. Not one of those like, you know, scissors. It's a pizza cutter wheel thing. And I fucking love it. It is great. If you want to just like take your anger out on salad on lettuce, <laughs> it's truly the best tool ever. What's your favorite snack? I love snacks. I found my favorite hummus in the whole world. It's Esty hummus or Etsy. No, it's not. Definitely not Etsy. It's Esty hummus. It is so good. If it is in your grocery store, a new grocery store opened up in my area and they had it. And I've truly never been happier. That is one of my favorite snacks. I love it. I also love either Hue Kitchen or Skinny Dipped. Those like chocolate powdered nuts. Fucking delicious. And I sometimes we'll eat a kind bar. I used to eat them a little bit more when I was working on like adding more snacks. And I I don't really eat as much anymore. Hmm, that's interesting. I'm going to unpack that. But um, I just haven't really wanted to. I have a bunch of my cabinet. Okay. Next question. What is your role at the company? What about Sammy and Jordana's internal roles at the company? I asked you guys for behind the scenes questions. So I love this. So Sammy leads content. Jordana oversees our sales 
partnerships team and I do business strategy. That is very, very top line. My roles with Sammy and Gianna have changed so much over time because again, like we, we wore a lot of hats. We had to shift our responsibilities based on what our company needed. And when we started, we were all three creative people. So it's been quite the journey, but that is where we've landed and it's working out. Awesome. Next question. How has having Mila changed your relationship with Rusty? Can you tell us more about you and Rusty? You seem to really love each other. How did you meet? I do love Rusty. We met on JDate. <laughs> we met in 2014. Online dating was like slightly weird, but not really. And I call it online dating. That's how like fucking old I am. Apps. <laughs> like it was like weird to say that you met somebody on an app at that time. But people were doing it. But my grandma, I remember January, New Year's of 2014 was like, Eileen, you know, Jewish guilt. Eileen, I might not be around. I need you to meet a nice Jewish boy. How about you sign up for J date? I'm like, J like, what are you are you talking about? J date, really? I'm like, it's on a desktop. And she's like, she's like, just do it for me. And so I signed up. I had a great time on it because it was kind of great. People pay to be on the website. This is not paid, by the way. And he and I met. We chatted when I first signed up. We stopped talking. I dated somebody else. Then he and I broke up. I went back on the app because I still had part of my year membership left. And I, because I said I would only pay for one year. And Rusty just happened to message me when I came back and we went out. And that was it. That's how we met. And then we continued to date forever <laughs> and ever <laughs> up until now, eight years later. Mila has definitely thrown, not thrown a wrench, but changed our relationship because man, having a kid is fucking hard. It just changes your entire lifestyle. And sleep deprivation is very, very real and can affect your moods and personalities, and you tend to take it out on your partner. So that's the reality, but we are still, we work on it every day. And I'm lucky that he's who he is and he's such a great guy. Having a kid is definitely an adjustment to your relationship too. Like you now have this giant thing <laughs> to think about, talk about kids' schedule whether she gets sick, take her to the pediatrician, like all of the fucking changes constantly. She's going through some sleep regression right now and I we are not sleeping well and it's just nuts. But we work through that and like we try to stay on the same team and it's like a big challenge that you have to get through together. And being a parent and learning is one of the hardest things known to man. <laughs> but it's all good. I'm happy and I love him and he's great. Okay, next question. What's next for DST and where do you see the podcast going? Well, first of all, I want to know what you guys think so far. I've been hosting this solo since January <laughs> is May. And so far, I'm really loving, I'm personally loving the conversations I'm having. I find that we are doing a little bit of everything in terms of like quote unquote wellness. So we're unpacking mental health, we're talking about image body image, style. There's a lot to sort of cover. And it's more like kind of lifestyle, but with a wellness spin. And that's kind of the direction that 
I want to keep going in, like a lot of things that I'm personally interested in learning about. And that is where I continue to see the show evolve. Of course, we've never really changed much about the show without your guys' input. We take what you DSTers love about the show, what you hate about the show. We take it seriously and always open to feedback. Email us dst at batches.com. Open to suggestions. Any people you want to have want me to interview, anything you want more of, anything you want less of. The best is really hearing your the range of your feedback because like some people will like love something. Like I love all these people that you're interviewing and some people are like, oh, bring back the old people. And then there's a year ago, a lot of those people are like, oh, bring back the old. <laughs> so it's really, I can't please everyone. But at the same time, I want you guys to keep wanting to listen to the show. And I want to really be proud of the show that we're putting on. So send me your thoughts, questions, suggestions, ideas, all of that. Okay, last question. Who is the mastermind behind faux pas and how did you come up with the flavors? The mastermind is us (laughs) and our partner Gallo. And we came up with it together. And faux pas, by the way, guys, is our canned cocktail. If you have not seen me post about it, I have definitely been posting about it. It's our new canned cocktail we just came out with couple weeks ago. It is taking the world by storm. It is delicious. So how did we come up with the flavors? So there's four different flavors. There's two tequila-based, two vodka-based. So that was a decision we made. And we've obviously done research and our audience, you guys love both vodka and tequila. Those are your top two favorite spirits. If we had like overwhelming research that was like cognac is your favorite thing to drink, maybe we would come out with a cognac flavor. But it was not. So we have tequila and vodka. And then we went based on like, what do we drink? Like, what's our favorite flavors? How do we elevate them? Because this is a premium drink. And and we also really, 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 really cared that it tasted good. We want you to come back to go buy it for your party, for whatever you're doing, because you loved how it tasted. And let me know what you guys think. I drink it every weekend. <laughs> and I love tequila. The vodka flavors are so, so good. We have lemon, mint, vodka. We have Bartlett pear, mule, Moscow mule. And then we have grapefruit, orange, tequila soda, and spicy mango margarita. They're all so good. So I love the spicy mango mark. I also love the lemon mint vodka. I really like, I go back and forth. I drink based on mood. But that is the answer. I hope I answered a lot of your questions. And if you have any more follow-up questions about anything I shared on this episode, anything that I shared in the Q&A, your thoughts on calling it a DST win versus a non-scale win, you can DM me at Aileen. You can email us, dst at batches.com. You can also DM at Diet Starts Tomorrow. And remember also, we have an amazing DST sweatshirt that we worked really hard on to put out. It is a really cute spring crew oversized. It's like a salmon light pink muted pink color and it says DST on it and it says through thick and thin like in sort of tattoo font on your wrist and it has a little drawn fries, like an icon of fries. It's so good. Go to shopbetches.com or Google Shop Betches DST Fries Crew <laughs> and you'll get it there. So that was really fun, guys. Don't forget to rate, review, subscribe. And that is it for today's episode of Dear DST. And 
don't forget we have a hotline, 212-287-5650. Just, you know, call when you're feeling something. Just call and be like, hey, Aileen, I just want to get this off my chest. And as long as you feel comfortable with me airing (laughs) anonymously, please do. So I'll answer your questions. And so we're always with you through thick and thin. Diet Starts Tomorrow is produced by Sean Kilby, Stacey Wong, and Jorge Morales-Pico. Editing by Stacey Wong. Be sure to follow at Diet Starts Tomorrow on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. And send us your emails to dst at betches.com. Betches.